Okay. Episode two of Saito Studio. Mm-hmm. Blazing we're, start. We're Bl- back. <laughs> Bl- we're back. <laughs> Flying start to the podcast. Mm-hmm. We are how, recording. Do we know how many people viewed the last one? 42. <laughs> <laughs> Is that serious? I checked it. I checked my uh, podcast analytics today. Your parents, my parents. <sighs> um, who else? The Masons. Well, I've got 50 cousins and only 40 of them watched. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually got two. Is that serious? I only had 40. 40 no, no, no. I did check the analytics before earlier today. Yep. And uh, lifetime downloads on the podcast platform. <laughs> <laughs> but on YouTube, there's 200 views. That's marginally respectable. Is it because people don't know about it or because what we're talking about wasn't that? Well, I think, you know, we're at a flying start, um, but not really because we couldn't. Because right after that one, we... Yeah, we had no momentum really, did we? There was no momentum. No, there was going to be momentum and and then COVID lockdowns and whatnot. Mm. Speaking about COVID. Speak it, we can We can ease into that. Wow. <laughs> but we're finally coming out of lockdowns. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a bit of a wild ride though, hasn't it? Has it really though? Like don't you think in the construction industry we've just sort of been able to Well, I think what was reasonably normal up until the fact that you know, the whole process for us to run jobs was changed. In what way? Oh, well, like five people on site. Yeah, but also, too, we're trying to run, like, we're trying to administrate a project remotely with consultants, architects, clients. Don't knock the table. Sorry. I'm just making my point. Um, yeah, that was difficult. Like, trying to get, like, even just trying to get samples approved and things like that was mm. difficult. What, like, what about the general atmosphere of, like, how people are... You know, like, is there a high tension? Are people more stressed? Uh, you know, uh, uh, things. Is the machine as well oiled, or is it? You know, is it just moving slower, or is it stressed as well? I think. I think the individuals take away. I think the individuals in across the board were there was stress amongst people, and therefore that filled some of that stress filtered through to. Into the projects, no doubt, 100%. Yeah. And, of course, we're coming up on Christmas now. Which is, yeah. Which is uh, its its whole own thing. So December is its whole own thing. And then, um, so I guess it's good we're coming out of lockdown as Mm. we go into December. Mm. Close the year with a little bit of momentum. Mm. Yeah, but definitely that, yeah, I think the... There's no, there's been no playbook. Yeah, so you've been making it up as you sort of go along. Yeah, but a lot of stress on like the admin side of the projects to try and, you know, um, make sure you fall within the guidelines of what you're supposed to be doing and scheduling yeah. and yeah, that yeah, was, that's difficult. Yeah, I, I, I think like just that five person per day rule, um, on your jobs, you know, especially well, yeah, well everyone wants to know what effect that has. Yeah, but that you know, as you know, and most people you know, see on a day ba- daily basis, 
the projects, the majority of the projects that we do, some days you might have three people on site, some days you might have 15 people on site. Mm, yeah, that's, that's right. There's a huge fluctuation in, in resources that go on a, on a project per day. Well, on a job like at, say, at George Street, we've just got to be mindful of our cheap uh, squeaky chairs. Mm. On a job like at George Street, we have two, like essentially two full-time carpenters on site. That leaves three people to work. Absolutely. Right, so how does that, even if, you know, your, um, your HVAC guy needs a labourer to come on site for two hours for a lift, that's one guy for a day. Mm. That's a slot taken up. Yeah. And don't forget, everyone was trying. Everyone is trying to be responsible. Yeah, but the intent was good. I think amongst the construction, yeah, you know, community, yeah, I think everyone. Obviously, a lot of apprehension when it first came out because no one knew how it was going to unfold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a there's a yeah, there's definitely a, a, an underlying. You know, obviously there's. You know, there's considerable fines. Um, mm. Six-figure fines. Correct, yeah. So that was a fair incentive to try and um, adhere. Uh, but yeah. I think in general everyone's been pretty good. Yeah. Well, actually, it, I reckon everyone's been yeah, amazing, just trying to, um, trying to work within the parameters. Yeah, no, it's been uh, – I think it's worked well. I think it's – um, uh, yeah, and I mean, we, we, I mean, we tried to implement things like pro- we've got a bigger project in Cremorne, and we tried to implement. Um, what we were trying to, we we're looking at trying to do like shifts, mm. and we, 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 you know, disappointingly though, we went to that, we went to the, the council or the city, um, city Yarra, and we tried to get, we tried to get a sort of an, an alternative method to to in, to keep the the volume of work going. As in, like, uh, noisy working hours? Yeah, by working longer. So, you'd, you know, start an hour earlier. Yeah. Potentially f- work until seven. Yeah, especially with the sunlight now. Yeah. But that would, yeah. So you could have, like, a, sh- like a 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. and a mm. 2 p.m. to 7 or 6 yeah. to whatever I it mean, was. Obviously, yeah. just looking at ways just to try and... Yeah. And this might, this might happen again, so... Mm. I don't think we're definitely out of the woods, but... Yeah, but uh, uh, you know, overall, I think we've been pretty lucky in terms of just being able to trudge along. Should we have our masks on? No. Okay. This is broadcasting. Okay. <laughs> this is news media. Or baby. we should have a perspex shield. <sighs> there is a perspex shield. Yep. And how have you been going? <sighs> Good. Because you're obviously on the, you're, you know, we're from the builder side, yeah, and you're from the subcontractor side. Um, good. I, I think you know I'm I'm very lucky that I have, you know, low overheads, mm. and the work that we're doing now has been booked in for six twelve months. Mm. Uh, so quite lucky in that sense. I think with the first lockdown, we saw a dramatic increase in the amount of leads that we were getting and. I think maybe, maybe just people having more time to think about, uh, you know, especially joinery for their home and whatnot. Mm. With second lockdown, I think there was a lot more apprehension, a lot more fear in the community in general. Mm-hmm. So we saw a dip. But as of the last couple of weeks, you know, we've looked at some of some of the most interesting projects we've looked at mm. in the past week or so. So it's been quite exciting. But don't you think going forward there's going to be like, you know, if you had a think in your in your sort of field a lot of people 
will be doing alterations to the setup of their homes going forward mm. on, you know, on a small scale. Mm. And you'd think of the obvious ones like studies and breakout spaces. Yeah. Oh, TV units has been crazy right. lately. Yeah. Like probably averaging four or five DMs a day mm-hmm. um, in that sort of just a week ago in that week it was just crazy four or five tv units a day um but just trying to remodel some spaces some existing spaces in, in like in, in people's houses yeah to accommodate for the new you know the the way that the working world mm, and that's the, interesting and the, and the schooling world may go well yeah it's got me thinking you know with sort of with my interest in that design and construct uh area of joinery I have been thinking about, you know, can we come up with a killer, you know, TV unit product, a killer study product. I wonder why TV though. I, I think it's got something to do with that lounge unit that we built at George Street. That, um, that's not a TV unit though, um, Charlie. That's a, you know, that's a... That's not a TV unit. That's a, what would you call it? An entertainment unit. It's not even a unit. It's like <laughs> a... It did come up good. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, so that... I think there was a lot of, but you, yeah. But you also think about like, like pool builders and things like that, that where people aren't going to be mm. going on. Well, I've been holidays, overseas holidays. Real estate agents have been saying like Mornington property and whatnot is mm. super hot at the moment, or even stuff like pool renovations or external entertainment mm. areas, alfresco areas, but outdoor kitchens, things like that. I think that's going to be a huge space. Yeah, and that's gonna there's gonna be a lot of you know work driven in that area. Yeah, for for everyone. Yeah, no, I think it's I, I think on the on a macro level it's it's fantastic. On a sort of a like a micro level or like on a personal level, um, the the sort of the issue for our setup with a lot of those jobs is that the scale is a little too small. Yeah. Um, but in the, the day, but works work. Uh, yeah. Work is work, but you know what? You know, at some point, it affects the quality of the product that we can deliver to the client. You know, or the price yeah, that we I'm, can deliver. Yeah, but I'm, at. I'm talking more in, like in general. Yeah, on the macro, it's yeah. for sure, hundred percent. Have you seen that? Um, there's a CNC company in over the Westgate, um, and they're doing like pod studies or breakout spaces mm. so it's like a flat pack little room yeah probably you know a third of the size of this mm. little studio that's flat packed yeah with its own it's already set up with a desk and lights and power and you know basically like a you know within a week you're gonna have another external room so to speak yeah uh, I think I have seen that. It's like a tiny room. I think it's called tiny room. Yeah, like a kit, like a plywood kit or something. But look at I mean, has that for sort of some sort of innovation? Yeah, and I think yeah, you'll see a lot of that potentially. I think it's speeding up development, and it's it's sort of it's speeding up shift in culture and shift in um, innovation for sure. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's been a, it's been. A Interesting four or five months, that's for sure. What about on the contractor side? How do you think, do you think there are any, you know, I'm sure there are some permanent changes you think that there will be happening to the industry in some way. You know, do you think there are 
going to be those changes and if so what are those changes from the management be? point of view i can totally see the benefit in in those remote meetings via zoom and teams because mm. you know you have to ask yourself the question do you need to meet up and have face-to-face meetings for you know all these meetings now and the answer is probably no yeah um, what about just meetings in general do you find you're just corresponding via email more like or or are meetings just going so. to zoom teams i think i think there's i think there's definitely there's a a large proportion of some of these meetings that will never have to be a face-to-face meeting again yeah and you know like the, te- the technology is good in terms of like share, like sharing screens and things like that so it's yeah. interactive um yeah within reason and also like one i learned from you recently using uber to drop off samples parcels whatever yeah yeah well like that makes sense doesn't it that saves time that that's that saves your trip yeah, I don't, I, yeah. In terms of a COVID-related mm. element, yeah, we've been doing that for a while because it's, it, it is cheaper and easier to mm. get something somewhere quickly that you know, and you can track the track it happening. So yeah, mm. um, I mean, yeah, and from the, I mean, the traffic's been pretty good. Yeah, traffic has been good. Mm. Uh, a lot less good as of two weeks ago, I reckon. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I think definitely there's there's going to be a change in how we do things. Mm. On that level, but yeah, but it has like as I said, trying to run, trying to run a site meeting, which is quite, mm. um, you know, visual and yeah. people, you know, you're trying to explain and show and um, and work through situations on site. Yeah, which yeah, that that was that was frustrating and um, hard to do on a on that sort of platform. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. If that's the worst thing that, that happens, it's probably not too bad, is it? No. From, you know, the general sense of the architectural building market, where do you see that going? Like, how are you seeing... I was talking about the influx of my leads and whatnot. How are you... I think it's just... Definitely haven't seen it drop mm. in terms of... Yeah, I think there's still there's still an appetite out there for, for people to do things. And I think that's on the back of the, of the you know, on the scenarios that... Yeah, people will be at home more, mm. um, more and more. It seems I don't know. Um, right, going forward. So, so the the clients in the market, sort of the clientele in this market, perhaps haven't been uh, so badly affected financially that they don't have money to build a home, or they might reallocate resources that would have spent doing other things to yeah. to doing, you know, a big reno or a build or something. Absolutely, perhaps, yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't, from my perspective, it doesn't seem like there's been a drop-off for you. Like, I've tended for a couple mm. for you just recently. No, I think there's still, yeah, there's still a healthy yeah, a healthy amount of work out there. Yeah. Which is good. It's, you know, obviously one of the great anxieties of, you know, mm. everyone, you know. Yeah. When's the next project going to come? Or, mm. or whatever industry you're in or whatever work you're in. Yeah. Or, um, am I going to keep my job? Yeah. Um, But you know, you can definitely across the board. You can definitely, you can definitely, you're what uh, riding the wave of people's emotions. Mm. You know, yeah, a lot. You know, the people you work with, um, and, and you could you could tell that when people it was tensing up in the last sort of 
three or four weeks, I think. I think everyone was getting a lot. There was the, yeah. So is that your read from, say, contractors you were speaking to and yeah, whatnot? Every, across the board, yeah. What, and how, so are people just a little more keen for work or? I think it's a, it'll be a lot, there'll be a slight more aggressive or um, probably aggressive is not the right word, but yeah, I think they'll be a bit, be a bit more competitive. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, as of late, I've found that um, on a few tenders, my pricing has been high compared to where it's sitting right now but your pricing has been high on some jobs yeah um well at, at least you know and, and it might just be a placebo or something or just you know mm. because it's not a it's not a um, objective thing um but yeah I, I do i feel like the market is more competitive now mm. sort of the that's what i've been hearing as well and what about in terms of like um availability of materials on your end oh yeah, um, some of the hardware has been an issue. I've seen on the Cabinet Makers Facebook group a lot of people struggling to get hardware. Um, As in, like your Bloom. Yeah, like so n- not your, not your like most where, common. Where are they made? Stuff. Austria. Oh well, Bloom is Austrian. I think they're in Austria or Germany. But are they made there? I think so. Yeah, I I think so. Um, so like just you 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 know your normal hinges and stuff. But for example, like thick door hinges, like for that unit at um, George Street, mm. that was a bit hard to source. So anything out of your normal, normal ninety-five percent consumption stuff, mm. some of it's been a little difficult. Some board has been difficult. That's all locally manufactured, though. If, but they reply on international supply chains as well. Sure. You know, Laminex, Polytech, whatever. Mm. And then you have some European boards, like um, a lot of your. You know, like Benchtop City does their Duropal and mm-hmm. um, Nick Pohl does their 2100 wide board. That's European. Uh, overall, I think it's – haven't had any major delays. The ma- the biggest delays have been from the lockdown and not being allowed to work in occupied mm. homes. Um, obviously, we, you know, we have that job in Collingwood mm. together and um, – you know, day before the install, we find out that you're not allowed to work in <laughs> an apartment where anyone is living in the building at all. Um, aside from that, what about you? Lead times for stuff from other contractors? Well, generally, the, the hardcore architectural items are always been six to 12 weeks. Mm. And I don't think that's really... I mean, yeah, there's been some elements that have pushed out. I think you're a bit more aware of it now, but yeah. Mm. Definitely, I know that there's a um, there's been a shortage of carpet supply. Was that from like Asia or something? I just I, I think it, it's just stock replenishment. Yeah, mm. has been has been they've been it's been hard to get stock replenishment. So yeah, they've been running out of lines of carpet. So, mm-hmm. um, can't really think of anything else. Yeah, it's been too drastic. Yeah, that that's why I said at the start. I think we've been pretty blessed. It's mm. all, it's all been all right, you know. <laughs> it's all been. Yeah, you wouldn't say it's been business as usual though. But it's been, it's yeah. it's been, it it's not. You know, if we compare it to some other industries who have totally stopped, mm. um, 
or have been damaged beyond repair. Yeah. I think um you know, it's not too bad. Mm. Not uh not the worst. No, definitely the worst. I think yeah, every, everyone's been I think everyone's rationalized what's mm. happened and are working well together. Yeah. As an industry, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, I think there was a few tense tense moments in that first week or two. Yeah. Naturally. Where everyone was sort of finding their feet of how this was going to affect them and, you know, um, yeah, how much work could they do, how much work and, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I'll be interested to see what happens in 2021. Mm. How, how much of this will linger? Well, I, I think a few months ago, you know, speaking to architects and whatnot, uh, um, I mean, I was hearing that there were, getting a lot less work there was a you know sort of a decrease well, that's, in, a, that's in a cycle um well if you want to look at if you want to look at, yeah. at what's out there you you speak to the architects because yeah. they're generally 12 to 18 months ahead of what yeah. we see so i i think i was worried a couple of months ago about if the architects are getting you know being commissioned far less to do mm. less build. but i'm just saying that that's where that there might be a shift in the type of work you mm. do yeah or, it, or all of us have to do you, have to, you know what I mean? Like there might be small, smaller scale projects and smaller scale yeah. packages. I think there's also an opportunity in shop fitting. As you think, what do you mean? American retail may never come back. I think the what, ones. What has been the the furthest thing from your mind from a personal point of view in lockdown? What buying stuff, buying cool yeah. shit. <laughs> well, I, I think retail will come back, but it will be more experience focused. It's not about the. It's not about physically having a, sp- a spot where you can buy a product. Mm-hmm. I think it's more about the retail experience, and with that transformation will come need for well, unless new it's, Unless it's active wear, or like that sort of. I, I don't think it. I don't think we should. Sort of, I, I don't think it's limited to no to any one thing. But that's the only thing that I think, well, you know. That's what I say. That's the only thing that people have been buying. Oh yeah, in, in this time. Yeah. But I, I guess with my point with shop fitting, I think as, as the shopping strips are rejuvenated, as they sort of, you know, as the as the as the bushfire ends and the regrowth happens, mm. I think there's there's going to be big demand for that. Sort of eighteen months later down the track. Maybe. Or we can convert your new van. Yeah. <laughs> into a taco truck. Oh. I, I don't, I've, um, that's one thing about, are there good tacos around here? Well, let's just cut a hole on the side of your tr- your van and it's boogie. <laughs> um, what, what will we brand it as? Imperial tacos. <laughs> Something you can't say. No, no, I'm just thinking. Uh, okay, it'll come to me. Okay, yeah, you'll let me know. But yeah, you're right. There's there'll be opportunities come up to do different type of things. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not convinced it's shop fitting. Is it? Mm. Mm. 
But I think definitely like the like the hospitality space will change. Yeah. The way that you know restaurants and cafes are set up will be different. Or yeah. But can it'll, we, it'll correct. Can we can we talk a little bit about architectural building? Did we talk about that last time? Yeah. Um. Th- there's more though. I I think um. So we we've been talking lately about um sort of the work that you've had come in tender requests and whatnot. So like I, I I'm curious as to like what is your approach to tendering or like what is the you know on a fundamental level what's what's that process look like for you like now yeah and how that's changed well no just just in general it doesn't have to be relevant it doesn't have to be in the context of COVID or whatever well in the context of COVID you're very appreciative of the opportunity so you want to okay. you want to put your best foot forward yeah um because there is that slight anxiety about if there are going to be any more Construction projects. <laughs> um, fundamentals hasn't the the approach hasn't changed. The system hasn't changed. Yeah, I've never had more of a consolidated amount of projects mm. that are sort of on the list. Yeah, ever before. Yeah. So your but that that tendering process is just. As simple as it, it comes through um, initial understandings of, you know, sort of project timelines, mm. RFIs sort of back and forth at the beginning and then getting your contractors together to price it. Yeah, but also too for both parties, you want to establish what – you want to look at the job mm. and you want to have a, make a quick sort of summarisation of what you think the job entails mm. and obviously what the cost is. Yeah. And you want to purposely get that across to – the owner architect mm. as quick as possible to work out whether everyone's you know aligned yeah of where it's heading so like a high level some sort of a high level estimate first mm. and then from there and i think you, i think that's that's a lot of the things we're doing in the last couple of weeks months have been like that mm. so yeah you want to have a really good resource of what costings and rates are on hand yeah to be able to do that diligently and as quickly as possible yeah Mm. and i think people are trying Mm. to test trying to test where it's sitting which is responsible as well before they fully commit to where it's going to go to yeah do you do you find often that there's a that 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 can be a really big discrepancy between the client's expectation of price and sort of, or are they generally pretty well guided by you know the architect and yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. There's a there's a res- the information and the due diligence has been done, you know, generally before it gets to us. Yeah, and a sounding out process of where they wanted to take it. Yeah, I think I mean yeah I think it's pretty good. Like I d- I mean yeah I know. With a few architects, I get very, very, very preliminary sort of renders. Mm-hmm. You know, asked to comment where I think it's at, mm-hmm. and I think that helps. Yeah, as a you know, a little check for everyone. Yeah, because generally, like you know, like a an architectural renovation, 
the fundamentals of the the core pricing doesn't change a whole lot. Mm. It doesn't you know in terms of like your electrical plumbing. Obviously, there's you know there's adaptations to how that or what needs to be done, but in, you know the base pricing is generally very very similar from project to project to project. Yeah, you know because you're basically kitchens, laundries, you're redoing all those. Yeah, um, bathrooms, the plumbing, the plumbing and electrical scopes in them are very similar in pricing from job to job to job. Yeah. And um, so that that's the thing, you know, and the, and, and the joinery. Sorry to interrupt, but the joinery no, is, is it's, it's quite bizarre, but um, is almost ten percent of the of the tender price. Yeah, on the knocker almost. Yeah, I mean, to be quite honest, I'm I'm still quite often um, I, I wouldn't say baffled, but you know, I I, I often come to the realization that I'm almost numb to how much joinery costs you know mm. like you put it in perspective with i mean that's that's a, i guess it's high in building in general mm. you know you, you sort of yeah. lo- look at how much building costs and then you look at how much things cost in you know in other but areas of life and you're like well, when wow we, when <laughs> we first when i first started out like it was only really kitchen kitchens laundry mm. wardrobes vanities small vanities mm. very st- no, no simple vanities. Like no drawers on the vanities yeah. and stuff. And now like it's that. like you know, it's studies, entertainment units. Two, ent- you know, there's two living spaces. So mm. Both of them have got entertainment units. You know, it's just outdoor kitchens. In, yeah, outdoor yeah. kitchens. The inbuilt joinery, the scope is in, almost doubled. So therefore, you know, what do you attribute that trend to? I think it's a, de- a design focus in that people want. People want, they don't want to, they want to design. So it's design so it's, into the design. So it's so, so as the, so with, um, so there's a continuity for the whole house. So with, with that growth of, so, you know, over, over the past couple of decades of uh, individual identity and, and sort of individualism yeah. has seen that sort of growth in custom but also to things in general yeah but also we live in a FOMO world as well yeah and there's a lot of ex- there's a lot of visual content yeah <laughs> and, I, I mean and when you see something nice do, do you yeah I, I find it really interesting I mean you know most my, most of my clients who come to me for DNC stuff you know they, they come to you with you know, Pinterest, Instagram, yeah. magazine, you know, and it's all... it's easy. And it's, um, easy, it's easy to, um, to like, um, what's the word? Um, it's an easy way to file ideas. And I, I, I feel like, um, I feel like the clients are enamored by, the, by, you know, just the, the look and the, Sort of, you know, I'm not quite. I can't quite pinpoint what the exact elements of that appeal is. Um, but has that been something that has that just sort of died down a little bit for you? Like, like you, you know, you, you see a, something in a magazine or you see something on Instagram, and you're like, that's cool, but it didn't sort of doesn't have that effect on you anymore because you, you've seen it, you've built it, you've experienced it. You sort of seen past it. I don't know about that. Like you, mm. you know. We're, being exposed to the um, the Velcromat, 
Mm. That's different. That's new. Yeah. I could, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, like so, sometimes there's even this this internal conflict that's uh, that that that's like, why uh, why why is this kitchen seventy thousand dollars? You know why why are we building this? Why are we what are we doing? You know, and I and I, I think that's just just me being young and thinking about shit in a weird way. Just no, just swear. Um, thinking about things in a weird way. Uh, um, um, what, are, what are we even talking about? Oh, we're talking about sort of the appeal of Instagram um, architecture and whatnot. But then, like you said, with the Valkomat, sometimes something comes along that's really cool. Mm. Or like you end up building something. You're but like, don't you think wow. there's a lot of confusion about what people want? I think people want to be edgy and different and have a bit of, have a point of difference, but... Yeah, uh, like a matte black <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> yeah, but then, the, but then when it gets to it, they always want. Like, I think when it gets to the like to the to the determination of what they want to do, they just pare it back a little bit. Gets a bit more conservative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, but I think it's actually interesting that a lot of um, the architects are turning to like, in, like their own renders and visualization mm. to to help communicate the idea yeah i think architects who provide um some sort of a basic 3d model um what well, i mean we like it as builders to have to yeah, see them it it's it i mean i think a like a render is worth a thousand elevations yeah. in some uh in some ways you know uh so no, yeah it is very it is very helpful to have um i guess it it helps convey their design intent as well to some extent, you know, and it helps us uh, provide advice, guidance, thoughts on, you know, value management, why things may or may not. <laughs> Phone ring, so I thought that was on silent. That's um, okay. yeah. No, it's, it, it will be interesting to see how it all pans out for the rest of the, rest of the year. I know, I, I think... The industry and you know, mm-hmm. are all looking forward to a bit of a break. Yeah. Um, I, I, something else COVID related, which is you know something we've been thinking about a lot lately, is sort of building brand and sort of creating content around brand. Mm-hmm. Because I, the the question that I that's been sitting with me after working with you for X number of months now is um, David's got this great product imperial has this great product how do we how is that conveyed you know i i feel like it's very hard for an architectural builder to sort of differentiate you know in terms of uh that interaction with with the audience that cold interaction i feel like it's heavily reliant on sort of you know building relationships um inside networks as opposed to building that brand at scale with a broader audience um so that's I mean that's something that we've been thinking about and um you've I been mean, thinking for me yeah and um yeah I mean I yeah I'm very excited about what we're going to be doing with our content boys and mm. how they can just you know I you know like I've always called it you know th- like that first 5 10 minute conversation that you have with the client and communicating that at scale you mm. know with a large audience I think that'll be very valuable 
But my motivations, and I've told you this, are different to yours. What, what do you mean? Well, you know, you're trying to build, keep building. Yeah. Mine's just, mine's a pure, more of a purist, just let people know what we're up to in the, in that, in terms of the projects that we're doing and the projects we're coming up. Yeah. So you're talking we're, about on a tactical level, how like the, con- the approach to the content. Yeah. It's more of an insight because our, our duration for what we do is for a longer period. Yeah. So, you, you know, it's almost like you're wanting people to follow the journey a little bit. But I, I don't even think it has to be project specific. I don't why, think that why do people watch the block and shows like that? Is it for the? Is it for the? It's for the drama. Yeah, and the journey. They want to see the journey. It's purely for the drama. You think? Do you watch the block? I haven't watched the block for about five years. Can you watch it? Never home early enough. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think that. Oh, I mean, it's of, in, it's on, of, of a minute interest to me because I know one of the builders on there, mm. Hank Gronau. So yeah, I just, I like to see how he's, what, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't, I sort of, I don't really subscribe to this idea of. Um, but our jobs are the, the projects are journeys. Yeah, but I don't. Sta- I don't. Stages. I, I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that just because the project is long term, that the content has to be long term focused. You know, or, or you know, stretched over a particular timeline. And I and I don't. But I, we can we, we can give you drama if you want drama. That content can have drama. Yeah, but not 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 in that way. Not not in that sort of. That's you know, it's a very cheap and short-term disingenuous way of <laughs> showing that isn't it is it is it isn't it more genuine on the block to see how oh on the block i'm talking about the block okay okay well, not oh, who knows i mean yeah you and i to both know that how it's how it's viewed versus the reality of what actually happens is totally different yeah yeah no but i'm i'm very excited for you to it tries to point out the incompetency of, of people. Yeah. I'm very excited for Imperial to start making content around sort of what you guys do because I think... Well, if you, nev- if, you nev- if, you nev- if you never have a go at it, how are you going to know what it's going to do and what it's going to be like? And if you're never going to have a go with it, get a joiner who's going <laughs> to have a go at it for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I think that's going to be exciting. I think, you know, it's sort well, of... we met on the internet, don't forget we met on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Is that me again? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to wrap this up, Charlie. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm excited for sort of where that, what we're going to do on that content side. Um, thanks for feeling sorry for me and coming on again. No worries. Love it. <laughs> We're going get, to get someone else. COVID's coming up. Yeah. COVID's wrapping up. So who we can get? Scotty Cam. Scotty Cameron. Scotty Cam. Who's that? Get Axum built on here, actually. Yeah. Cam's coming on. Yeah. Cam's coming on. Um, we got some exciting guests. We had a whole bunch of exciting guests coming on until 
before lockdown. Yeah. But um, yeah, thank you. Awesome, Charlie. Two, mu- two months to go. Side to studio episode two. <laughs> thank you. Peace.